0: Welcome to the podcast and the church said. My name is Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, a Christian licensed professional counselor specializing in marriage and family therapy. I'm your host for this weekly podcast where we discuss church and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. All of our insights are rooted biblically to foster emotional, mental, and spiritual health for individuals and churches. We aim to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Quite simply, we help the church help the people. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to have you join us for our conversation on today. Thank you so much to all of you who are subscribing and sharing and listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for your continued words of encouragement and inspiration. I'm so deeply appreciative of your support of the work here that we are doing. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today's episode is our midweek service to the church entitled Be Anxious for Nothing. That title has a question mark at the end. Like, is this even possible to be anxious for nothing? Because unless you're living under a rock, these are anxious times. There is so much that is going on around us in our society and our world today. These are not anxious times. These are anxious, anxious times. And then we quote the scripture to be anxious for nothing, which is found in Philippians four and six. But I don't know about you, for me in full transparency, I'm still anxious more times than not. I'll go to that scripture and I'll read it or I'll quote it or I'll pray it. And I'm still like in a full blown state of anxiety. Maybe I have not yet to ascertain some of those higher planes that some Christians have obtained where they experience no anxiety. And maybe as I keep living in the words of my daddy, I'll arrive. However, suffice it to say right now, I ain't there. I am anxious for quite a few things. No, scratch that. I'm anxious concerning many things. So how is it that we stand on this promise of God that tells us to not be anxious? Well, first of all, I would submit to you that we must acknowledge that we are anxious. Anxiety would not have been spoken to in this scripture if there was not a presupposition that we are going to deal with anxiety from time to time. Secondly, we need to think of this as a process. Isn't this the way it is with most experiences along our spiritual journey and those that are found in the Bible? It is a journey. It's a process. We do not just arrive. (laughs) If only, right? Thirdly, we must present our requests to God. So if you're asking God to help you with the few to many things that are creating anxiety or even the anxiety itself, trust that he will help you. However, understand that his answer might come to you as an instruction, such as seeking out professional clinical counseling. And if you decide to seek out that professional counseling, know that there are several out there, such as myself, who practices from a Christian-centered perspective, Never will we knowingly guide in a way that stands in contradiction to God and his word. But seeking out a professional counselor might be one of the ways that God leads you in being anxious for nothing. Because through this process of counseling, we will be quick to say it's a process. Even if your medical doctor or psychiatrist were to prescribe medicine, for your anxiety they will inform you that it might take a few days to weeks before the medicine gets in your system because you know it's a process so let me discuss anxiety with you for just a little bit anxiety is this feeling of worry or nervousness or unease that is typically an imminent event, about an imminent event, or something with an uncertain outcome. Anxiety will trigger us into our fight or flight mode, so it can keep us in a state of always being ready to survive something, whether it is actual or perceived. Some of the symptoms that impacts us physically and mentally as well as emotionally, feelings of nervous, restless, tense, hypervigilance, irritability, there's excessive worry, we're having a sense of impending danger, panic, or doom, having an increased heart rate, hyperventilation, sweating, trembling, feeling weak or tired, trouble concentrating, racing thoughts, chest discomfort, trouble sleeping. Those are some of the ways that anxiety might manifest itself. Now there are several conditions that are based in anxiety. So such as panic attacks, Agoraphobia, which is on the rise with people who have survived COVID, people who have um, contracted the virus and have survived the virus are finding themselves not wanting to go out because the experience was so bad that they are now afraid to go out and risk potentially contracting the virus a second time. Um, Other conditions that are based in in anxiety, social phobia, obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, generalized anxiety disorder. All of these are various conditions that are rooted and based in anxiety. So some of the ways that we can think about dealing with anxiety, just as the scripture teaches us, well, we're going to do this through prayer with thanksgiving, one of the ways that we can deal with anxiety is through prayer. And we can pray, God, please take this anxiety away, or we can also pray, God, give us wisdom where to go, who to see, what to do so that we can alleviate some of this um, distress that anxiety is causing. So exercise. Exercise is a good way to deal with anxiety, especially when we're feeling jittery and nervous and feel like we um, can't sit still. Some form of exercise can sometimes help us burn off some of that energy that is generated and is in our bodies um, due to the anxiety. Meditation is another way to deal with anxiety. Yoga, mindfulness, where we help people to ground themselves in the moment using the senses, using, um, I use aromatherapy quite frequently. So as I help people with breathing, which is another way to deal with their anxiety, I, I like to stimulate the olfactory um, senses to help a person to be grounded in the moment. Gratitude, that's another way that we can deal with anxiety. I've already mentioned doing breathing techniques. Listening to music can help us to deal with anxiety. And eating, especially if we found that we haven't eaten or maybe some of our food choices might be foods that are heavy in sugar that could create us feeling all the more keyed up, or foods that are um, based in caffeine, like coffees or sodas, sometimes those things can also contribute to those feelings of anxiety. So food choices can be a way that we can help ourselves to deal with anxiety. So again, I do believe that we can be anxious for nothing, but we do have to work the process. We have to take into consideration not only the spiritual, but as I just spoke of, the physical, the emotional, and the mental parts of ourselves as well. If we want that peace that is found when we keep our minds on God, that peace that will guard our hearts and our minds, we start by making that request known. That feeling of anxiety needs to be acknowledged and it has to be expressed. Then we pray and we listen for direction. That might include clinical counseling. Pastoral counseling deals with the spiritual. We can definitely use some pastoral counseling. But when we're dealing with a clinical issue, we must go seek out clinical counseling. We begin to work the process. We find ourselves beginning this journey toward being anxious for nothing. So is it possible to be anxious for nothing? I believe it is. We have to approach this in such a way that once we read the directions and the guidance from scripture, once we close the Bible, once we pray and we ask God, how is it that we are to work and walk this out? We can listen to him to give us direction. His promises in his word are yea and amen, right? Yeah. So it's a process. We can learn to be anxious for nothing. We just have to remember that it's a process. And I believe if we take that approach, if we learn how it is that we can manage our anxiety, and when it begins to creep back on us, we have tools that have been given to us that we can use to combat the anxiety. So again, it might look like you may need to go see a clinical counselor. And sometimes we may have to refer you to your medical doctors or to your psychiatrist because sometimes medication might be needed. Might not, but it might be. Nevertheless, if we want to be anxious for nothing, we have to follow the knowledge and the wisdom that comes to us through the answers to our prayers when we ask God to help us with the things that are making us anxious as well as the anxiety itself. So, I hope you will decide to begin this journey toward being anxious for nothing. As always, until the next time, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. You have heard my call to be anxious for nothing. What will be your response? And the church says.